We've come a long way, but the escapades will continue. Welcome to Thus Far Podcast by DJ SK. All right. Is it recording? I think it is. Let's check out the levels. All right. Looks like we have a boom. So, hey, welcome back to another edition of Thus Far, the podcast that is so inconsistent you want to switch it off, but you keep coming back for whatever reason. And for that, I'm very grateful. The name is SK. And of course, man, I've been away for a very, very long time and just life happening. You know, I can't tell you anything beyond that. It's just life pretty much. Um, but I am happy to be here and thank you for coming back. I truly appreciate it. Um, I don't even know where to start, to be honest, because there's so much I wanted to say, so much I wanted to share. But maybe for today, let's talk about the dream of death. <laughs> yes, I had a dream a couple of days ago and I was dead. Yes, uh, dead, dead, like, you know, rest in peace, dead, like um, kick the bucket, dead, like, you know. I'll see you in the next life, gave up the ghost. You you catch the drift. And to be honest with you, you know, I'm still trying to process it because, you know, it I, I, I really hardly ever have any nightmares in my life. Like almost never. Um most of my dreams are obviously about money, <laughs> food, uh more money, family, music. Uh, women um, and things of that nature, <laughs> but I almost never have bad dreams, you know. And um, if I really had to think like long and hard, I would say the last bad dream that I actually had was probably like ten years ago, uh, if not more. So that's why this this kind of stayed with me and stayed in my mind for a couple of days. But um, after the dream, I obviously asked around and I did a bit of research just to see, you know, if I could find out what it actually means or what people thought about it. And turns out I got a bit of positive feedback. Yeah. And even though I got the positive feedback on that, you know, there is still nothing positive about laying in the grave like six feet under and looking up and people burying you and while you're screaming on top of your voice and trying to tell her that, hey, I'm still here. You know, you could just pull me out and we can forget that all this ever happened. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the one, one crazy thing is I don't even remember what actually killed me in this dream. Like um, I've, I've tried to relive it a few times, but I can't seem to remember what it was that actually um took me into that early demise. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's not really important anymore. But uh, at some point, I was just curious to know, like, what was it that took me out? Um, but like I said, it doesn't really matter for, for why I'm actually doing this episode. For this one, I, I wanted to kind of give you a glimpse into what actually happened in the dream and some of the things that I picked up or things I learned from it. Uh, so yeah, that's why we're here, to hear about my 
dream of death. You know, other people were busy dreaming about money, sex, food, women. And I'm right there dreaming about death. So sad if you think about it. But anyway, so here it goes. In my vivid dream of death, it starts with me already in the casket. Um, Or at least that's what it looked like, right? Uh, It was almost transparent. Like I could actually see uh, through the casket um, and I could see everyone standing around me. But I didn't see a lot of people, though. Uh, And of those people that I actually saw, uh, I didn't know some of them. But it felt so real. And I can't tell you this enough and I cannot fake this. It felt so real. And I was extremely scared. Um, I don't even remember the last time I was this scared. I can't. Like I've, I've tried to think of the level of fear that comes. I, I can't think of any. I mean, the, the only one time that makes sense is one time when I was probably like 10 years or 11, 12. I can't remember. But I remember coming from church with my baby brother and it started to rain really heavy rain and thunderstorms and lightning and all that and as we were running home it felt like lightning was almost striking us <laughs> or striking right next to us it was just bad but even that fear cannot be compared to what i was feeling at this point in time and what was making it even worse was um, how my voice was fading and uh, almost uh, inaudible, like they couldn't hear me. I kept shouting for people to just take me out. You know, I'm still here, but no one could hear me. Now, one funny thing, though, that I wanted to share with you is something that happened right in the middle of all this chaos. And, you know, as I was shouting to the people, I literally, and I kid you not, I literally thought about my cell phone (laughs) of all the things I could think about my phone came to my mind literally in the middle of trying to stay alive I had a moment where I actually thought about access to my phone and my computer (laughs) and then I thought about my you know about the phone or computer being unlocked and you know and that alone it should have just got me to wake up from from this crazy, stupid dream. I mean, that alone to me was the worst part of the nightmare. <laughs> ah, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm laughing now, but it wasn't a laughing matter back in the back then. And this was like a couple few days ago, right? Anyway, like I said, it just funny how that happened. Like right in the middle of trying to call out take me out, take me out. I had a moment where I was just like, damn, what if I'm really dead? Like, will people have access to my gadgets and and find all the uh, quote unquote incriminating information (laughs) and uh, some of my, you know, dark content (laughs) or even worse, my browsing history. Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) You know, I get chills just thinking about it right now. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I have nothing to hide. 
My phone is as clean as a whistle. How clean is a whistle? <laughs> it's probably that's probably the wrong term. It's probably the wrong phrase. Because a whistle, it can't be clean. I mean, anyway, I digress. But yeah, it happened to me right in the middle of my dream. I'm right there thinking about my phone. That's insane. And um, yeah, quick side note. If you die, like if you die today, who has access to your phone? To what's in your phone? Let me say that. And um, if anyone actually does, like... What would they find in there? Do share. Uh, anonymously, of course. Or not. You're not been known to keep secrets, so do share. Do share. Let me know. Anyway, <clears throat> moving forward. So my funeral went ahead and they buried me. I was in the ground. I mean, you can hear me laughing about it, but there was nothing funny about that. As I was down there, it was really, really scary. Um, and more so because I, I could literally still see everything that was happening uh, above ground and watching people disperse. Um, it became a very lonely space very quickly. And um, I'm just laying there. My heart is beating out of my chest. I'm losing my mind. And I, I almost accepted it. And I said, I guess it's done. And there's no coming back from it. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I take a moment to think about that moment. It was really, really intense. But then in this dream... In typical dream style, I got up from the dead, like, quote-unquote, resurrection style. <laughs> you know, and like I said, I'm laughing about it now, but it was definitely not a laughing matter back then. But I, I felt like I actually got up from the grave, um, and I was now moving just as I normally did. But one thing was different at this time. No one could see me. And that, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. <laughs> Imagine just walking down the street and no one can see you. I, I was convinced I was a ghost at this point. You know, I tried to talk to anyone I could find just to, to, to have them acknowledge me, you know, uh, have them say, you know what, I, I see you. <laughs> That's all I wanted them to say, but I couldn't find anyone. Now, the irony of it is the whole way as I'm walking, couldn't see anyone. No one could see me. But this was until I got home to my wife and my child, and they saw me. They touched me. I touched them. And it felt like I was alive again for that one minute. Until out of nowhere, I just found myself back in the grave again. Imagine that. Dying twice or three times in the same dream. <sighs> no. I hope I never get to go through this again. This was intense. But anyway, I was back where I started from. Uh, 
six feet underground wondering why I got back here and uh, yet I was still alive like I was alive five minutes ago. So from here, I did the whole resurrection thing again. <laughs> and again, no one else could see me except my people, a few friends. And I was sure I'd become a ghost at this point. And only those few friends, um, I mean, I would name drop some of the people I saw, but I don't want to freak them out. Uh, but in typical dream style, you know, unusual things kept happening. We literally agreed to just live life as normal. And even though I could not see anybody else, or let me say nobody else could see me at this moment in time, my thought was that if I could see my people and if they could see me, then nothing else mattered. I didn't care about anybody else. You know, sometimes in life, that's just the way it is, you know, like no one else really matters as long as those you love and those who love you can, quote unquote, see you. Um, before I woke up from this terrible, terrible dream, I, I kept having random moments of being taken back to the grave. And in typical style, I just kept coming back. And doing it all over again. Um, I think I, I did it like five, six, maybe seven times. Like back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and um, yeah, I then eventually uh, woke up from the dream. Uh, yeah, this was, um, like I said, I, I asked around after the dream and and did a bit of research on what it means or what it could mean uh, when, if you dream of yourself dead. And most of what I got was that, you know, it means more life. It means uh, that you're ready for something new, a new chapter, or you're ready to close a particular chapter. Um, and I found a bit of comfort in those uh, explanations. And I'll tell you this, you know, I have been going through a few things that... I feel I'm ready to, to let go of um, and those things, I guess I, I can't really say on, on, on here, but I suppose in a sense that was, that is what it is, or that's what I'm choosing to believe. But hey, whatever it actually means, I, I, I don't know, but I learned two things from this dream or I decided to take away two things. And that's why I really wanted to share this dream with you. Um, I believe that the waking up from the grave uh, could possibly mean that I was just not ready to go. I mean, is, is anyone ever ready to go? Not so much. But for me, though, I felt that I, I kept fighting it because I was just not ready to to give up. I had so much still to do and so much still to give, you know, like this podcast, for example, <laughs> and other things. You know, I just felt that, you know, I kept fighting it because I was just not ready to, to, to go. Um, I was not ready. I mean, that's it. I felt that I was about to go prematurely and uh, I had so many goals and plans that 
you know, I've put on the back burner for a very, very long time. You know, when I woke up, I literally wrote down a, a random list of the things I want to achieve in life. And I actually realized that some of those dreams have been around for like decades now. And this really got me thinking because it was a long list. And it took me death in the literal sense to realize that there is so much yet to do. So much yet to give, to explore, to share, you know. And uh, time is not going to wait for anyone. Any moment could be our last. And the biggest lesson here is that it's too late when we're gone. As we all know that COVID has taken away quite a lot of people. And some people I know and care about are gone. And um, I'm sure they still had a lot to give, you know. So is it not a blessing, though, to, to still be alive, uh, to wake up every morning so effortlessly? Is it not a blessing to still be among the living and have that opportunity to, to just pursue the things that matter the most to you? I think it is. And uh, this kind of gave me a bit of a wake-up call in some areas of my life. Now, the second thing that I, I felt I learned from this um, death experience, um, I mean, I should stop saying it like that, right? But that's what it was. That's what happened. Anyway, seeing that people did not see me after the fact, except my family, uh, my child, a few friends, you know, this told me a common truth that is not really spoken about as much. In my mind, it translated to some people will forget about you after you're gone, except a few. People who genuinely love you will always see you. And I say see you in quotes. Uh, and maybe not really in the literal sense, but they will always be with you in their hearts and in their thoughts. And, and if you create a lasting legacy, you will be in their hearts for the rest of time. Um, while some people are actually part of our existence, they will forget you almost immediately after the fact. Sometimes it's all about that legacy and what you leave behind. I feel like it matters to a degree, but it shouldn't matter to people who do not love you or people you do not love because after all is said and done most of them will just forget you like a silent fart in the wind <laughs> literally now the choice becomes simple in my view you live your life in a way that creates and preserves your legacy and that way when the day actually comes hopefully after a hundred years you would have lived the best life that you can for yourself and for those that you care about. So yeah, this was my mind-bending and yet eye-opening dream. And of course, this is one of those dreams that you would really want to quickly forget about, right? But for whatever reason, I think I'm, I'm just going to hold on to this one just for a little while. Or at least I'm going to hold on to the lessons I've found here. And maybe 
I'll just add these lessons to all the other life lessons that I have found thus far.